0: Ready to do another episode of... Stories of the, of the Century! Right. That's right, and we have our bag full of words from our audience members. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The opening bag. lines.
1: Great, and the opening lines and the words are unknown to us at this time. Yes. yes. We look at them in surprise. All of them provided <laughs> by our fans.
0: That's right, fans of the Spontaneous! Yes.
1: Well,
2: who wants to stick their hand in that bag first and pull out a I word? All right. Okay. What's the word, Angie?
3: The word is birdhouse from Jeff Blount. All right. Thank, Thank you, Jeff. And I've got a word here. This is our second word. It is
0: from Monty Prater. Oh, Monty, yes. And her word is didgeridoo.
2: Didgeridoo. All <laughs> right.
3: Birdhouse and didgeridoo.
1: Perfect. Because <laughs> I have some wait. very
2: strong thoughts about that. <laughs> uh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And our opening line, Eric...
2: Our opening line is on another piece of paper, but we will not read this opening line until we start the story. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. The glamorous and high-rise century building has many stories, and this is one of them. These are Stories of a century. Dramatized for your listening pleasure by The Spontaniacs. The Spontaniacs, America's finest improv troupe, makes you laugh up to 20% more than the leading improv brand. Here's improv brand A, surly, off-putting, constantly denying. Hey, Cheryl.
3: My name's not Cheryl!
2: Ow. Improv brand A makes children cry. Yeah. But here's the Spontaniacs. Hilarious, witty, classically trained. We're
3: funny. The Spontaniacs
2: fills children's hearts with joy.
3: <laughs>
2: and don't worry, Mom and Dad. The Spontaniacs are educational, too.
3: Daddy, what's a Brazilian strip? <laughs>
2: the Spontaniacs, funnier than you'll ever be. Spontaneous are not licensed by any political, ethical, or moral group and have no gender or religious affiliation. Side effects may include gagging, bearing, sights such as nausea, and incontinence, any or all these side error as a result of spontaneous encounters. See your position for more details. Remember the Russian clause that every spontaneous spontaneous mirror may be closer to the And now, our next episode Turtleneck, Tumult.
0: The fuzzy purple bear ate the cat and also my other dry cleaning. Were you able to do any of the repairs? Oh yes, madam. I, Mr. Jabowitz, owner of Jabowitz
2: Swedish Hand Dry Cleaning Store, located on first story of this the Operant century building, have your glass and your
0: all already. Well, I'm also going to pick up a few of my husband's things. Do you mind?
3: Mr. Jabberwitz!
0: Oh hello,
2: Mr. Jones! It's always such a pleasure to see both of you come bouncing into my store. I don't get it! I know. What can I do for you today?
3: I want Mr. Leroy's dry cleaning, please!
2: Oh yes, I have that light here, Mr. Jones. Now let me see. Ah, oh, here we are. Mr. Renard Reloy on the 23rd story of the Century building. Excuse me,
0: Mr. Leonard Leroy's dry cleaning.
3: Yes, the one and only Mr.
0: Leroy. I'm sorry, Mr. Jabberwoods, it seems there's been some mistake here. I am in fact here to pick up Mr. Leroy's dry cleaning. Oh,
2: when did you become Mr. Leroy's secretary?
0: I have never been Mr. Leroy's secretary.
2: Oh, anti-Semitic.
0: I have been his wife these last 30 years. <laughs> Well, we must be speaking of a different Mr. Leroy because Mr. Leonard Leroy of Magnus Studios has in fact been my husband for 30 years.
3: Well, that is kind of funny because last night the Mr. Leroy I know who is the head of Magnus Studios didn't say a word about having a wife.
0: And what exactly is your relationship to my husband?
3: I'm his secretary.
0: You sound like someone that Leroy would hire for a secretary. So can I have the dry cleaning? Here you go, Mr. Jones, with tax that comes to 47 cents. I'm sorry, there's a mink in there, it belongs to me.
3: Uh, okay, I don't think he wanted to wear it anyway, so you can keep that and I'll just take his dry cleaning and I'll just put it on his bill.
2: Okay, Mr. Jones,
3: bye Chihuahua.
1: Well, here I am. Finally. Well,
2: good morning, Leroy. Here you are in your opulent office as executive producer of Magnus Studios on the 23rd story of this, the Opulent Century
1: Building. Yeah, Cyril, it's good to see you too. I feel like... Ow. Ah, then you obviously haven't seen the front page of this morning's newspaper. Oh, I haven't read the paper yet. It ah. wasn't on my lawn on the 22nd floor. Then cast your papers on that, old fellow. Whoa,
2: who's that? Oh, really? It's a photo of you, old bean. Let me
3: see. <laughs> yes.
2: Here you are, along with Monique du Fromage and Manuel Penache, just as the police found the three of you, lying unconscious on the floor of this, your opulent office. Along with the murdered naked body of Dirk Preston.
1: Dirk's dead?
2: Well, he better be. They buried him. This is terrible. Well, oh, I don't know. It's better than just leaving him lying around. I have no one now to blame things on. But you're missing the point, old spud. This little affair has put Magnus Studios exactly where it belongs. On the front page of the newspaper. It's publicity. Ah. Why, this story will run longer than your do. Yes. You know they say that no publicity is bad publicity. Uh, still, it is a pity they couldn't have captured your good side in this photograph.
1: Well, you know, oh. it's not the best side, but face down has always been my choice.
2: Yes. Well, your comb-over looks almost realistic. Thank you very much.
3: Leonard.
1: Oh! How did you get in here?
3: I'm sorry, Mr. Lee Rice. You just walked in.
1: Well, uh, Sally... It's too bad you can't stay. Uh, I think maybe you can't stay. I expect you to explain to me exactly
0: what it is you are doing with this woman late at night when you tell me
1: you're working. I've been teaching her to play the didgeridoo. The didgeridoo, indeed! That's right. And, and I thought that if Miss Jones could play the didgeridoo, we could have a duet.
3: <gasps> really?
1: Oh, boy! <laughs> Thank you for that, Miss
0: Jones. I want to know exactly why it is that my sister cannot have a conversation with me on the telephone. I can't understand what she's saying. She's crying and moaning. She sounds like a drowned
2: cat. And am I correct, Mrs. Leroy, in assuming that the sibling to whom you refer is your identical twin sister Edna Preston, the late Dirk Preston's recent widow?
0: <sighs> widow, you say?
1: Well, that's what's in the paper here. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God! What does this mean? This picture on the front page of the paper. This is Dirk. I recognize Dirk. Is he... Is he dead?
1: Well, yes. Ah! No. Damn it. Well, that's what's in the paper here. It seems that this is or dirt lying on the floor of my office I'm very sorry about this Sally I didn't want to break the news to you this way I was hoping that you would be maybe out of the country and on the plus side Mrs. LeRoy we not only
2: made the headlines but were even bigger than tonight's birdhouse show and sale on page
0: three
1: that's right because I was really worried about the birdhouse sale bumping us off of the front page
0: This is all so terrible. I I must go and see my sister. I I don't even know what to say to you. I
1: think think goodbye would work for me right now.
0: Goodbye? And this might be the last time I ever speak to you again.
1: I hope not.
2: (coughs) I say, Leroy, that wife of yours is quite the demure little charmer.
1: I've had a wonderful relationship with her. I swear it. So, Miss Jones, what have I told you about letting people in the office that I haven't approved?
3: Um, I don't know.
1: Oh, God. Look, did you get my dry cleaner? Yes! Well, I'm going to ask you, though, if you got my sweater with the fuzzy purple bear being eaten by the cat logo.
3: It was there, but they said there was a problem. It has a hole on the fuzzy cat.
1: Miss Jones, can you do nothing right? That's my sweater I had since I was a boy. I'm going to tell you what, I want you to go back down to the dry cleaners and get my sweater with the fuzzy puppy being eaten by the cat. Okay. Don't mess this up, or there'll be no didgeridoo lessons. Sedgwick. Hmm? Come to my office. I believe we're in your office, Leroy.
2: Here on the 23rd story of this, the opulent century building, as I stated
1: before. Oh, yeah. You're right about
3: that.
1: Well, Miss Jones, here we are on the 16th story of this, the opulent century building at the Birdhouse Association Party of the Year.
3: Yes, I'm glad it's later than it was earlier today because that gave me time to fix my hair and makeup.
1: And it wouldn't be nighttime, would it, Miss Jones?
3: That makes sense.
1: No, oh, Miss Jones, I love having you around. You make me feel so smart. <laughs> Too bad my wife wasn't able to make it here tonight.
3: Yes, that's a shame. She's such a...
1: That was the exact thing I was about to say.
3: Nice lady.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who's that over there wearing? A purple sweater with a panda being eaten by a cat on the sweater sweater you're wearing. It does. I thought this was a -a one-of-a-kind sweater. Who's that across the room, Miss Jones? Who am I seeing? Who is that?
3: That's Mr. Jabberwitz. He's the dry cleaner.
1: Oh, yeah. Look at what he's wearing now, Miss Jones. Look at that sweater. Look at my sweater. They're exactly the same. I can't be seen wearing something like this and someone else wearing the same thing. I'm embarrassed. I'm on a board of directors. God, what
3: can we do? Maybe you can ask him to take it off.
1: Alright, wait a minute. He's coming this way. Don't say anything. Oh
2: hello, Mr. Jones. Why don't you rogue a rubbery and not a very tight lead glass? <laughs>
3: I understand you most of the time, but you're
2: really sweet! Oh, that's okay, honey poopsie. You don't have to be small. Say, Jabberwitz.
3: What?
1: Where'd you get that sweater? Oh! This is a Paris original- Oh, suckly Broom. Alright, you. But you get it. This is a rust
3: slaw.
2: Yeah. First, I come home to apartment on 18th stolly of this, the opulent essentially building, and find wife's body in Shripa Sofa. Yeah, well... This is terrible tragedy because now I have to have Sofa Leopholstad. Then I learn rate hurrying here to birdhouse show, only to get clap from you for wearing identical sweater to mine! Get oh, God, I did. Oh, whoa. Reloy, you fat fugitive flam munchkin rand, you have pushed me too far! I'm a gonna. Um, I. Mr. Jabberwancy! I. Oh, Mr. Jones, I rub it when you call me that!
3: You're funny! <laughs> <laughs>
2: god. So, what's on your mind, you cute little snooky oakums? Would
3: you please take your sweater off? Oh,
2: for you, I'd gradually take anything off.
3: Oh, let me just pull neck over head. Mm.
1: It's really tight.
3: Mr. Leroy! Yes, Miss Jones! For conversation's sake, if you want to undress a gentleman, you just ask him to take his clothes off. Whoa.
1: Why
2: didn't I think of that? Ah, there we are. Here you are Mr. Jones I give sweater to you
3: thank you oh you're so nice
2: Oh that's nothing I'm also gonna take off shirt trousers and socks too
1: <laughs> Wow
2: Join us again next time for another opulent episode of Stories of the Centuries the preceding is a production of the spontaniacs all rights reserved duplication in part or in whole without express permission from the spontaneous is a violation of applicable laws and subject to punishment as prescribed by statute up to and including fine and or imprisonment without regard to race color creed or gender as relinquished and fully developed treatise on the cacophony of post nouveau renaissance transdermal liquidity as pertains to the hypotenuse of a right isosceles
3: triangulated metamorphosis trajectory and its adjutant sequiturs my gosh i said all that without taking a breath <sighs>